and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have Julie Chatfield Miller. Uh, welcome, everyone. We have an especial welcome this week to the past. <laughs> Hello, past. We have a special greeting uh, to nostalgia at its finest because we have a nostalgia moment and a nostalgia corner that's going to happen right now. Julie, would you please uh, roll out the red carpet for nostalgia <laughs> to walk right into this podcast? Indubitably. Shelly, this is your nostalgia red carpet to um, catwalk down the lane. <laughs> The other day, Corbin and I were talking about band stuff, as we do. We were talking about drum majors, and I was like, wait a second. And my eyes glazed over, and I looked out into the distance, and I said, Shelly was a drum major. (laughs) I was. How have we not talked about this on the podcast before? And if we have, how have we not talked about it at length? I'd like to say uh, I was a very... I'm not the only drum major, and I'd say our sister Kelly is the more professional drum major of us all. (laughs) But I think we have talked about that on the podcast. But do you know what Corbin said when I was like, hey, you know what? Shelly was a drum major. He said, that's bonkers. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. It was. (laughs) Shelly, how how is it being a drum major and then growing up and being so shy? I would like to say I, um, it was one of those situations where, you know, when you're successful at the job you're doing, your boss then, like, promotes you above your abilities. <laughs> so that's part of it. It promotes you into a job you're not qualified for. That happened. I went from first chair flute to drum major and still first chair flute. I was the drum major along with two other girls. <laughs> And uh, so it's not like I had sole control of the band. This was also in middle school. So middle school band is a different beast than high school band. And uh, it mostly consisted of us not doing anything except being in the band. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when we were marching, getting to wear a special uniform and having the like baton and twirling it around and... And playing the flute? No, I would only play the flute in practice and in like concerts and stuff. For marching, I would be in the front. I like the idea that you used your flute as the baton thing. I could have. <laughs> Two of the three of us that were drum majorettes were flautists and the other one was um, played clarinet. So we all could have done it, really. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been great. But no, we would do like cool twirls and stuff of our our thing and then and that's it (laughs) but Shelly did you know that people look at the drum majors like in a major way (laughs) I would say in middle school that's not as much of an issue (laughs) um and I did have a whistle so so I people could just like listen to when the song was going to start and not really pay attention to like the beat which we (laughs) would you know help keep or like staying in straight lines, you know, this was all, this was all not so much of an issue at middle school band, but I, I, you know, I was probably the timidest, (laughs) the most timid. 
of the three of us. I would say my BFF in middle school, Allison, was probably like the head honcho. Shelly, I am so glad that we welcomed nostalgia this week because the thought of you as a middle school drum major is very good and clean and wholesome. <laughs> uh, it was also like the only time ever, ever in my like middle school life that I wore anything with no sleeves and like a shorter skirt than I'm used to. And it was, that was a hard part of being a drum major. <laughs> but it wasn't like spaghetti strap show. No, it wasn't. Game. It was like, it was like all the way to the edge of my shoulder. Just didn't like have that little bit of a calf sleeve that would have just made me feel better about life. But you've never seen such a glamorous eighth grader. Well, Shelly gang, we'll try and uh, get our mom to rustle up some pictures. I know she has like a, a framed photo of me in the drum major uniform and my big bangs. Well, you want to know something else? Our topic for this week. <laughs> <laughs> the topic for this week was submitted because it is still the year of the submission uh, for our podcast. And it was submitted by one of our teen fans, Sam. Sam the teen. <laughs> Do all of our fans get a, a like a title, a nickname? No, but the ones who like we really have to make a good distinction because if I said like just Sam, you'd think, oh, that person is of age. That person can vote. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Sam the teen suggested a topic and I think it is amazing and magical and great. And uh, Shelly, would you like to know what it is? I would. This week's topic is scented candles. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, that's a great topic. I'm going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like scented candles. Julie's going to be doing the anti reasons. Uh, Shelly, are we ready? Ready. Okay, Shelly, you should like scented candles for these five reasons. The first reason is scented candles are perfect for every occasion. And by occasion, I mean literally everything that happens in your life or not in your life, <laughs> a.k.a. on TV. I only have two phases of reality, my life and TV. <laughs> so you're... So is this like a scented candle on the TV or while you're watching TV, you can have a scented candle going? <laughs> well, okay. So Sam is very smart and handsome. And here's why. is because <laughs> he can tell the future. And that future is after he suggested this several weeks later, I was watching a TV show where something romantic was happening and someone put out a thousand million candles. And I looked at my husband. I said, I'm so sorry that... um we don't do that all the time. And then he, he like, I don't think he said anything. I think he didn't, he just ignored me. And that's fine <laughs> because we've been married a long time and silence is golden in our house sometimes. And, uh, and also what I want to say, Shelly, is that that happened on TV. And then I said, that's not happening in my life, but that's okay because there's two phases of reality. <laughs> On the show, was it specified that it was a, a thousand million s different scented candles? Yes, there was an allusion to the scent of these candles. <laughs> Were they all different scented? I don't know. They It didn't say specifically, like, I didn't see labels. But, you know, that's because I, I don't see labels. I don't see <laughs> color. Um, I'm very open. <laughs> okay, so, but they're perfect for every occasion. You can, as I mentioned. 
set them up in a romantic setting. You can use it after dinner to cover the smell of dinner in your uh your open concept house. Uh-huh. You can eat a garlicky dinner and be so happy and then 30 minutes later be like, I would love to not smell garlic right now in my open concept home. I, I feel the same for like when I make things with like a lot of curry, you know, I don't want my house to have that curry smell, even though it's delicious, not three days later. <laughs> not so great. So so there's that. Also, another occasion is when you forget to get a candle for someone's birthday cake. <laughs> so, okay, so, so yeah, so perfect for every occasion. Holidays, birthdays, special days. Not special days. Days where you ate dinner. <laughs> there's... A SNL skit that I watched actually not that long ago that was like about like that one candle and it was like a scented candle that somebody gets as like a white elephant gift and then they forget to get a gift for like their mother-in-law and so it's just this candle it's like perfect for every occasion because they just keep giving the same candle <laughs> away and away and away and I was like yeah that's a good way to use a scented candle I guess <laughs> well that leads me to my next literal point that is literally on my notes makes for a neutral to pleasant gift. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, no one is going to look at a candle uh, when they open it up for literally anything from a white elephant rando gift to like a very thoughtfully chosen, uh, let's say, Mother's Day gift. Let's just say uh, randomly <laughs> out of nowhere. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no one is going to open it and say, Oh, yuck, I'm scared of this eek forever. <laughs> I mean, I can think of I can think of a few instances where people might go, ugh, like if they're allergic to certain scents. Even then, you can you can accept a a, a candle that doesn't have your great smell, but you don't think this person hates me. They gave <laughs> this to me because they want me to be hate, hated. <laughs> I dug this out from the back of my closet. Happy Mother's Day. They etch it in the wax along the edges, like the Lord of the Rings ring. <laughs> or like everybody writes their name on it. I once owned this candle. I'll pass it to the next person. They can write their name on it. It's the Stanley Cup of candles. There's, just every- <laughs> There's a notch on it for every day that someone's had it. And then you notice that someone does vertical and then someone does horizontal. And you're like, wait a second. Have more than one person had this candle? <laughs> I always do that with my stuff. I put notches on it for how many days I've owned it. <laughs> Just on Your everything. poor children. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. So I think that if one receives a gift of a candle, specifically a scented candle, because if you got like a hundred non-scented votive candles, you'd be like, wow. Mm, I mm, No. I think I have received unscented tea lights like a hundred pack from my uh my mother-in-law before for like emergency preparedness Mm. so yeah uh they make make for good gifts to get and uh to to like get to give to someone or to get as in receive 
I don't think I have ever gotten a candle that has upset me, like angered me. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas I've gotten a lot of other things that would seem neutral that have angered me. For instance, mom for Christmas one year got me very pointy Sunday shoes. And I felt like a witch. I remember those shoes. (laughs) But I would not call those neutral. (laughs) Well, but I mean shoes in general. My third point, Shelly, as to why you should be pro-scented candles is they touch all the senses. And I wrote down, say it cool. So I'm going to give another (laughs) line reading. They touch all the senses. That sounds like a negative attack ad for a politician. (laughs) I thought it sounded like a 90s commercial. (laughs) I'm going to do one more line read, make it a little less aggressive. They touch all. Oh, the senses. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> okay, so I, I hope one of those was cool. Uh, I, hope, I hope that worked. Uh, so you can look at it with your eyes. <laughs> and you can smell it with your nose. Uh-huh. And you can touch it as in... Uh, sometimes when you blow it out and then you forget that it was recently uh, lit and then you touch the outside and, ooh, it's hot, ouch. Uh-huh. Or you could just touch it anyways because it exists, even if, <laughs> <laughs> even if it's not lit. Yes, yes. Um, and then, uh, let's see, what are our other senses? Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle. The sense of smell again. And um, what was the other one? And sound. Hearing. <laughs> so, yeah, sound. Sound. <laughs> Shelly gang, listen to our Five Girls Corner a few episodes ago about which Chatfield girl is which sense. So, <laughs> uh, so I enjoy that a scented candle gives you a lot of ways to experience it. It's not just a, a flat two dimensional experience. You forgot taste. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot it. Okay, that is. Uh, a personal story that I will now share with the Shelly gang. I I do have one candle in my home that I literally don't like when it's lit because I feel like it envelops my entire mouth and I <laughs> taste only that. And it's like a, a red citrus delight or something. And everyone in my family loves it and Chagirl cannot because it makes everything – taste citrusy but in a way that feels like red poison (laughs) everything tastes like red (laughs) no red poison oh okay (laughs) very different red is my favorite color shelly red poison my least favorite poison (laughs) uh so so yes all the senses can be enhanced or at least like um emoted towards um with the scented candle and that that's that point. So I have two more points, Shelly. Uh, my second to last point, my penultimate point, Shelly, why you should like scented candles is because short and tall. <laughs> like short and tall people can in- both enjoy it or candles can be short or tall. Or- All What's of the above. Here? All of them. <laughs> So, yeah, Shelly, I guess short and tall people can enjoy it. I hadn't thought about that. But (laughs) what I like about a candle is that it can be unexpectedly sized. Have you seen a 10-wick candle? No. A 10-wick candle could be used as a pillar in your home. (laughs) 
Tenwick candles are very broad and circular and big. It's essentially a fire pit, I think, at that point. <laughs> so so I like that they can be little, like like a votive or like a tea light. But I also like that they could be very big. But I also like that they don't have to be either of those things, aka they could be middle sized. <laughs> they can be they could be wide and short or thin and tall. They <laughs> That's what makes the world go round. So yeah, I like sh- that they can be short and tall. I like that versatility in a thing. And you know I'm not a things person. I'd rather not have things than have things, but I could get down with a, a thing like that. Short and tall. Do you like it for like decorative purposes? Like if you're going to decorate a shelf, you want levels? Or do you just like that things can both be short and tall? (laughs) (laughs) You just like to appreciate the variety in the the world around us. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's me. I just like to look at things in the world and just appreciate them vocally and loudly. And (laughs) that's me. Uh Everyone knows. Everyone looks at Holly and he's like, she's such an appreciator of the world. (laughs) Okay, so I have one more point, Shelly, as to why you should like scented candles. And I think you're going to be very excited when you hear it. So just like hold in your screeches and screams until after. (laughs) Sorry, I was yawning. (laughs) Wow, that feels bad. (laughs) Okay, I'm ready now. I will hold in my screeches and screams and yawns. Shelly, you should like scented candles because they join the pantheon of scented champions, a.k.a. lotion, soap, and cat litter. (laughs) (laughs) So there is a genre of things, scented, unscented, buttered, unbuttered, salted, unsalted. You know, it's a a dichotomy. It's a push and a pull, you know, short Uh and tall. Uh Uh-huh. But I love when something is scented, and I hate when something is unscented. Why put a thing on if it's not scented? By on, I mean cat litter also, I guess. I <laughs> Holly makes a nice, like, clay mask out of cat litter. Oh, gross. Uh, yeah, I don't have a cat because I'm deathly allergic and I have all this cat litter. So I have to do something with it. <laughs> Instead of having pulpourri or something, Holly just has like a thing of cat litter just on the Did you just table say and... pulpourri? Like P-U-L-P? Pulpourri. Shelly? No, I said pulpourri. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Should I say potpourri? <laughs> no, please don't say it in the French. Pulpourri. so okay so i like when things are scented and i don't like when things are not scented if they're going to be in the pantheon of scented champions i love a scented lotion i love a scented cat litter like i mentioned (laughs) Uh and y'all i love a scented soap if if a soap cleans me and also leaves me with a delightful smell on my body yeah, I kind of got lost in my head thinking about all the good smells in the world. So so do you look down on people who have to use unscented lotions, et cetera, because they have sensitive skin? Let me tell you, for these purposes, no, because I know your son has very sensitive skin. <laughs> he has very sensitive skin. So I don't look down on him during this hour recording at all. <laughs> what? So, Shelly, I guess what I'm trying to say is please choose pro-scented candles because 
Um, if I were to make a scented candle that reflected you, I, it would be sugar, spice, gnocchi, because I know you just made some, <laughs> um, and smoke, like campfire smoke. That's what I would say makes a Shelly scented candle. Thank you. You guys didn't like that. Why not? It's because I had a, a negative gnocchi experience just now. And also smoke and gnocchi, etc. Smoky. Uh, <laughs> makes me think. <laughs> I like that. Makes me think of like burned sugared gnocchi, which smells terrible to in my brain. <laughs> so, Julie, you have an ace up your sleeve in regards to this topic of being anti- <laughs> I don't want to give away the game, Shelly, but uh, Julie has a, a special outlook about scented candles. Julie, why should Shelly be anti-scented candles? <laughs> Shelly, my first point. The first thing that came to my mind when, when this was even brought up to the small committee. Scented candles are exclusionary against the disabled. <laughs> Oh, oh no. We're laughing because it's funny. <laughs> Especially a specific disability, i.e. no sense of smell, i.e. me. Okay. Oh, I was trying to imagine how it excluded like someone in a wheelchair. <laughs> Julie, here's a real question. Do you like list yourself as disabled in this way? <laughs> I guess I've never thought of that as a disability. But I guess you're right because your ability is dissed by scented candles. You know what? I don't ever think about it except for one time the gas was on on our stove and we were all laying in our beds. Corbin and I had just laid down and he was like, hmm, I smell gas. I'll go check that. And so you know what? If I didn't have somebody who was abled at smelling, I could have been, I could have been a goner. But do you guys not have a carbon monoxide detector on your thing? <laughs> we do. Well, but but also <laughs> every disability has some sort of like thing that can help, you know? Like uh-huh. Shelly mentioned a wheelchair. Julie just has to carry around a carbon monoxide detector <laughs> on her person at all times. Or you need a smelling nose dog. <laughs> <laughs> smelling nose dog. <laughs> you know what? That would be very helpful for um, poopy diapers. Because my babies, I don't know when they're poopy. So sometimes they have to go so long and be poopy and I just don't know it. Julie, that is literally one of the first things that I thought of when you were first pregnant. <laughs> How am I going to know about poopy diapers? Well, because because Shelly and I both still had diaper babies. Oh. Well, I guess not Shelly by this point. I still had my Lucy girl. And... uh yeah, so I was I was smelling poop diapers every day. <laughs> yeah, with uh, nowadays I've got lots of um bigger kids and a husband around who can smell poopy diapers. So I'll just hold up the baby. Smith, smell this. What does it smell like? <laughs> and then they say gas. Methane gas. <laughs> oh, no. no. The baby's got a gas leak. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It also is Lame not being able to smell um, my own stink. Like if I've worn something and I'm like, is this still okay to wear again? Maybe another time. I got to make my my loved ones smell my my shirts that I've worn once. Or you can just invest in like a, you know, 
a spray. What is that? Like Febreze. Yeah, like a Febreze. I just assume. <laughs> just go. I'll just, I'll just spray this just in case. Oh, guys, the, the, the struggles I have to face with my disability. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you need to get a smelling nose dog, eh? So cute. <laughs> All right, new topic, smelling nose dog. <laughs> Be specifically trained to tell you if you have a stinky shirt. Or a poopy diaper baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or if you're going to die from gas. Okay. <laughs> um, the three most important things in life to smell. <laughs> yeah, in that order. <laughs> um, so, Shelly, scented candles, they are just not for me because I just can't smell them. That sounds very selfish. <laughs> what if someone else in your family would enjoy a scented candle? My husband, I don't think, would get a lot of uh, enjoyment out of a s- scented candle. Because they don't have brown scented candles. Yeah. <laughs> There's no scent of brown. That's his favorite <laughs> scent and color. <laughs> and flavor of ice cream. <laughs> That's a shout out to my brother, my brother and me. Love you, bim bam. I can't smell them, so what's even the point? <laughs> Got it. Hey, you're taking my, my stees. That's my kind of point. <laughs> Number two, fire hazard. You guys have children that are probably big enough to understand how to be safe around an open flame, but I don't have that kind of children, <laughs> even my older ones. <laughs> I, I bet I could see Theo being like, will this melt in a candle? <laughs> oh my gosh. He's a very, he's got a curious mind. He does. He, uh, for the past like week, has had a cup in the freezer and every day he'll add a little bit of liquid. Julie, he's your child. Yeah, he is. You used to do that oh exact gosh. same experiment. I did. With mom's perfume and a lot of other things like mustard and applesauce. And- wow. Wow. You're right. <laughs> did you not realize that until this moment? No, because the last thing he froze in a, okay, it was like one of those like tall kid cups. It was filled almost to the brim with ice by this point. And then he's like, I want to freeze some honey. So he put a layer of honey on top. But guess what? (laughs) Honey don't freeze very well. And so Uh he would pull it out and check on it. But it was so full and hard to get out that it would tip. And so there's just like drips of honey everywhere on the kitchen floor and all inside everything. So all I've been thinking about is stickiness. (laughs) (laughs) My mind hasn't been able to go back to the past. Well, now you know. Now you know he's yours. Oh, now, that's how I know. <laughs> now I can be sure. <laughs> and now I've got to give him a break. Okay. He gets it, honestly. He, yeah, because you made like half the cups in our house taste like perfume <laughs> <laughs> growing up. <laughs> uh, I remember asking mom, mom, how did you know I put perfume in your cup, your, your mouth rinsing <laughs> cup in your bathroom? <laughs> Was this... Before you had told our parents that you couldn't smell anything? I don't think I told anybody I couldn't smell until college because I was so ashamed. You were a teenager and you couldn't smell things and your birth parents did not know that? (laughs) (laughs) Mom might have to weigh in on this, but I don't think I told anybody. Like, I remember telling my freshman roommate in college and like really having to build myself up and be like, well, you see, I, I... I can't enjoy this scented candle that you have because because I I can't smell anything. And that's wow. true. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, I, I'm like trying to think back to when I knew this fact and I, I cannot like put it in time anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact stuck out of time. Yes. That's why I really came into my own in college. I was comfortable in my own skin being able to tell people that I don't have a sense. <laughs> That's why you have the Miss Frizzle sense. You have to fill it in for your, your exactly. missing one. All your other senses are stronger. <laughs> my my Miss Frizzle sense is the strongest of all. <laughs> um, okay, fire hazard. <laughs> Having candles out in general. Scary. Ooh, don't let your house burn down. Um, number three, expensive. Scented candles to me, are pointless, and therefore, I don't value them. And therefore, <laughs> any amount of money is too much money for me to spend on a scented candle. But those bad boys are expensive. Did you check the markets right before we got on, like the most <laughs> current prices of scented to unscented candles? I checked the stock market of Yankee and, uh, like, wow, through the roof. I bet that is a publicly traded company, right? <laughs> yeah, but do they delineate in their stock prices scented to unscented candles? <laughs> do they even sell unscented candles? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never bought one. You could, though. You don't have to be a victim I can't. about they that. They are too expensive. <laughs> and you could read the label. <laughs> Typically, they don't give you, like, mystery, <laughs> which which is it, scented or unscented. It's not like a dumb, dumb lollipop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, no, then I'd have to taste them. <laughs> what flavor of candle is this? <laughs> and you can't be licking every candle in a grocery store. It touches all your senses. <laughs> uh, um, candles are expensive. Next. Scented candles are full of chemicals. And I'm just not about that lifestyle. We touched on this briefly, but whatever chemical they use in in scents is bad for people who are allergic to things especially red poison <laughs> poison cats yes yeah, so many things to be allergic to wheat <laughs> most people don't know this but candles are almost exclusively gluten based <laughs> oh no my baby's allergic to wheat no but like the f okay all of my children have had skin issues also, that comes naturally because I had skin issues as a child. The question that all of the doctors I've ever talked to ask is, are you using scented lotion on them? That apparently burns your skin off. <laughs> no, they're really, then the next question is, are you using like melted scented candles? <laughs> wax up your baby. <laughs> yeah, you can wax a car. Why can't you wax a baby? Make them nice and shiny. <laughs> <laughs> so cute <laughs> but also i was in a all ladies barbershop choir for a little a hot minute last year and i guess one person was like very allergic to scents so nobody could have scented anything they couldn't use scented shampoo they couldn't couldn't bring their scented pocket candle to rehearsal <laughs> wait wait that was like a part of the sign up process was do you wear a scented candle or do you wear scented anything? That it wasn't in the like sign up process, but it was definitely in like every single weekly email. And then they sent out like just emails about that. That's intense. 
That makes me feel angry, and I'm glad I wasn't in that choir because Chagrill's petty. (laughs) Holly would have been like, it's either me or that lady. (laughs) (laughs) I make it so you can wear whatever you want and use whatever product you want. That person requires that every (laughs) single person who comes into this large choir has to do a certain way. And if I knew that was an option, I would have done it because (laughs) I like when people do things my way. (laughs) Holly's like, okay, with her, you can't smell like anything. With me, you do have to smell like one certain (laughs) smell. I love jasmine. You have to do it. (laughs) Wait, wait. This is an option? It's too bad that we can't be next to or close to anyone right now because I would love to make demands on people's, uh, like, you know, just bodies like that. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think this lady did it for fun. No, but let's say I come up with a good reason why I want everyone to smell like Play-Doh. <laughs> I would love to hear a good reason for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's my saline levels are low. I need, <laughs> I need a, the, the salty smell because I can't move to the ocean like my doctor said. <laughs> oh, that's what the doctors always were talking about with ocean air. It's just the salt. <laughs> Play-Doh, is, that's why often you keep a little bit of Play-Doh in like your humidifier next to your bed. Uh-huh. Just give it uh-huh. And now once we can, I'm going to join every single group of people that I can and make demands. <laughs> All Play-Doh based, I hope. Well, I mean, here's the thing is my doctors told me a lot of things. Like I have an extreme vitamin D deficiency. I can't imagine why the, the sun uh, <laughs> the sun doesn't want to give me its vitamin D when I'm outside all the time. Uh, so I'm going to ask people to like, uh, you know, because vitamin D helps your eyes. Uh, I mean, is is osmosis by your eyes. So I'm going to make them more vitamin D oil and be very shiny. Man, I'm so mad about that lady. I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> Are you done talking about chemicals poisoning us, Julie? Or- <laughs> I'm ready to move on. I don't think Holly will ever be ready to move on. <laughs> Never. <laughs> um, okay, my last point is there is no candle that fully neutralizes all smells to smell like nothing. And there ought to be. Like, if you've got a heavy garlic smell, maybe you don't want to replace that garlic smell with um, Play-Doh smell. Uh, Maybe you just want your house to smell like nothing. Candle technology just hasn't gotten there yet. Why not, candles? Get with the program. Would that be like black hole scented? (laughs) No, because I think space has a smell. Doesn't it smell like toast or something like that? But black holes are the absence of everything. Just light. (laughs) Black holes have a real dense center. You can't feel anything in a black hole. You can't smell anything. You can't taste anything. Dead. (laughs) Yeah, because then you're turned into spaghetti. But then does it smell like spaghetti? Question mark. (laughs) Human spaghetti. Gross. With your body stretched and like in spaghetti, spaghettiized. How do you spaghetti (laughs) gation? Yeah. Why don't you know the verb? 
form of spaghetti, Shelby. No, there's a, there is a word about turning into spaghetti in the black hole. I'm wondering. Are you serious right now? Did yes. you learn this to play words with friends or something? <laughs> no, it's like spaghettification or something like that. <laughs> cool. I can't get past this either. I'm so angry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's just assume a black hole smells like spaghetti, okay? <laughs> yeah, so maybe a, a, a non... Well, it wouldn't even be non-scented because, like, unscented candles still smell like something, reportedly. Like fiery or something. So you need, like, a scent vacuum. Yes. And a candle's not going to cut it. That's why I said black hole, and I was so wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Shelly, candle technology just is not up to snuff. And um, so why deal with it? Away with you, candles. Away. That's what Candle Santa says to his candle reindeer on Christmas Eve night. <laughs> Anyways, Shelly, don't don't choose scented candles for my sake. Please. <laughs> Please, I beg you. <laughs> Julie, you make me laugh every day. <laughs> Even the days I don't talk to you. <laughs> yep, I just think about something funny you said. Okay, so Shelly, now is the time we've all been waiting for the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most advanced refrigeration podcaster, Shelly. Is your name Phyllis? Because you look like you're married to someone in the refrigeration business. (laughs) No. (laughs) But that was just uh, the office joke. So I hope everyone liked it and laughed, just like Julie makes me laugh every day. (laughs) (laughs) Shelly, what do you think about scented candles? You guys have both brought up a lot of great points. Thank you. Not until Julie mentioned it did I even consider her disability in this whole conversation. (laughs) I was so selfish. (laughs) So I'm sorry that, Julie, you're left out of this club of smellers. Yeah, it's so exclusive. So the fact that it is perfect for every occasion and makes a neutral to good gift, uh, those points I feel like, yes. Like, a scented candle I feel like is like a socially agreed upon neutral to nice gift. Uh, I even got one for our sister Carly for Christmas <laughs> um, because I I know she likes to, when she does her meditations, smell like scented candles, especially if it's like an essential oil scented candle or something like that. Um, but the one I got her smelled like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, oh. <laughs> Which I, I think is great and thoughtful because the, she used to work there at Disneyland. It was hard to choose between that and the Haunted Mansion. And Julie, you just owed like you knew exactly what that smelled like. Guess what? You don't. <laughs> It could smell like I imagine that would taste that would smell like how a pool tastes. Sort of, yeah, actually. But I like it. <laughs> Can I tell a quick candle gifting story? Yes. Oh, yeah. For my birthday last August, um, I was very pregnant and I invited all my friends to come uh, party with me. And so my friend brought a present, which was so sweet. She brought me a scented candle. I pulled it out and I said Oh, Anne, I I don't have a sense of smell. And she's like, ah, well, and then just like handed it to our other friend. She's like, I'll take it. (laughs) And also inside the gift was a chocolate bar. And I was like, Anne, 
I'm I'm diabetic. And she was like, oh, for Pete's sake, and just opened it right away and ate it in front of me. <laughs> I like that. I, I liked it too. So I guess even if you're going to give me a candle, I can still be your friend. <laughs> um, and as for touching all the scents. <laughs> okay, give me one more line read for that. <laughs> Touch all the scents. <laughs> oh, that was so cool. <laughs> I don't think you explained how you hear a candle. <laughs> I will just say that. But I would agree that it's a multi-sensory experience, especially like sometimes in the winters. My husband, who like almost always has cold hands, he will just take any excuse to like warm his hands. So if I'm like if I'm preheating the oven, he will open the oven a little bit, warm his hands. Or like if I'm boiling water, he'll heat his hands over the water. Or if there's a candle going somewhere in their house, just hold it above the candle. So he's experiencing that nice sense of warmth. And so I guess you really could, you know, just enjoy. It's a full-on sensory experience. I guess even during watching TV, you could just like, you know, during the Great British Bake Off, be smelling a like scented candle that smells like a cupcake or something. <laughs> and as for short and tall, um, yeah, candles they they do the dang thing. <laughs> They're short and tall. <laughs> um, and as for joining the pantheon of other scented champions, <laughs> it's true. I mean, as soon as I feel like if something is sold in. Bath and Body Works. It is in the the smell championship. Yeah, that's where I get my artisanal cat litter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, so I feel like Holly, a lot of your points were were very. I feel like not just exclusive to you, which I'm very proud of you. (laughs) Yes, I'm trying, especially because I knew that Julie's would be so Julie heavy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, because I'm sorry, Julie, that it's it is biased i mean unless you just enjoy the like flame of a candle (laughs) you're not really going to get the full experience out of a scented candle and as for the fact of it's a bi uh not a biohazard (laughs) a fire hazard (laughs) um it can be i guess um if you're if you've got small children's my my child is not so small anymore and uh he really just likes to light candles and blow them out. Like, immediately? Sometimes. <laughs> that ain't it. Now that he's learned how to use the lighter, he, <laughs> he really just likes to go all out, which makes me know he's my son. <laughs> I make my kids use matches, and here's why. Uh, because, one, we have a lot. Um, <laughs> two, because they need to know how to use a match in an emergency. Uh-huh. Three, because I remember being afraid of matches until I was a teen. So I wanted to help them not be afraid. Four, we didn't have those other kinds for a while. I have a huge <laughs> a lot of reasons. <laughs> I mean, you're and those are all great and good reasons. And very smart and wise and beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and as for the expense of candles, I guess if you already have put zero value on a candle any expense would be too expensive i think there are levels of expense you could go for a a cheaper one and that wouldn't be you know breaking the bank uh but i am sure there are also quite pricey 
bespoke scents for people, which could probably be quite pricey. So I would agree that there there can be some undue expense. Well, and candles are often something that uh, that are artisanal. Like if you walk into a place and it's just called artisanal shop, it's going to have several things. One, bath bombs. Two, uh, well, right now, hand sanitizer. Three, <laughs> My brain said a KitchenAid mixer. <laughs> artisanal KitchenAid. Just artisanal KitchenAid mixer. Uh, that's bad and wrong. Um, no, and, and candles. Lots of candles. Uh-huh. I agree. And as for it being full of chemicals, I know that can be true. I know they say, like, if you burn a lot of candles in the winter when your house is typically very closed, to every once in a while just air things out, you know, because you're burning things, which, you know, causes smoke and particulates to come out and that's no good you don't want to be breathing in particulates (laughs) Uh, i do in my current home that i'm currently imprisoned in Uh no just kidding i love i love the way things are going right now but i will say i do have a fire like a campfire scented candle interesting so smoke on smoke on smoke see i don't understand how campfire is different a different smell than like a candle fire Julie, you would know if you could, if you were in the club with us. <laughs> we'll take a poll of the Shelly gang, and the Shelly gang will 100% say, Julie, you are wrong, and um, sorry about that. And But they'll say it in a nice way, so it doesn't make it seem like they're, you're wrong and stupid for not being able to smell. <laughs> yeah. They're not teasing the crippled. <laughs> <laughs> And as for a candle that has a smell of totally neutral nothing, <laughs> um, that that is a million dollar idea. <laughs> um, if you could just make a room smell like room, <laughs> that would be very intriguing. Um, but I, I have to say, I like scented candles. Hooray! I, I always have. I married someone who's very into scented candles. Like, I don't think I ever actually bought one for for my own home, like for my own self to enjoy until I got married. Um, Rick was very into those three wick candles mm-hmm. for many of our early years. I remember that now that I think about it. Yeah. So, and I like the way candles look, <laughs> short and tall. <laughs> and um, I love like little votive candle holders. I love, you know, just like how candles make things very, it feels like cozy. Um, and I also like scents. I think how things smell. And I like that, you know, when there is a smell you don't want in your house, like let's say a dog. <laughs> if your house just constantly smells like dog, um, it's nice to have another smell sometimes to go on top of that. Um, and Rick did buy me one once that had a wooden wick. What? And it was made of soy or beeswax or something like that so it was supposed to be less chemically like so we've had a lot of styles and flavors and smells of scented candles and we actually have two right now in the house (laughs) going at the same time competing to be the champion of the house (laughs) yes one is like a grapefruit scent and one is a something else i can't remember well i know who the champion is then (laughs) and i do use it sometimes if there's like a strong like especially a couple times recently i have fried something and i hate the smell of like oil frying oil so i use my scented candles a lot and i appreciate them and i love them (laughs) wow i wasn't expecting (laughs) such devotion (laughs) i 
peasant either. It just just came straight from the heart. <laughs> Well, Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinion with us. And now we're moving on to our segment, Million Dollar Idea. Million Dollar Ideas. And in the segment, Million Dollar Idea, one of us girls shares her million dollar idea. And this week I'm going to spin the wheel. Oh, it's going up to the sky. It's Jilly. <laughs> I'm so honored. <laughs> Jilly, what is your million dollar idea that you have to share with the Shelly gang? Um, this idea came from my son, Theo. And instead of calling this a million dollar idea, I'm going to call this a million poke dollar idea. Uh, it's poke coins, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, enough poke coins to make a poke dollar. <laughs> I don't know the exchange rate off the top of my head. <laughs> we'll have to check the stock markets. Oh, it's listed right behind Yankee Candles. Um, so my son and my husband like to play D&D together, and they do a Pokemon-themed D&D. In a session they were doing recently, um, Theo's character is very inventive, as is Theo himself. You have to say his name because it's Adorbs. It's JK, inspired by... Just kidding. So his He's full name is JK. So JK invented something to help out this farmer, I think, who had a scyther, which is a bug type Pokemon. They're that huge. has scythes. Scythes for hands. And I guess nobody had ever considered that it might be scary to have a giant scyther hand or scythe hand bug near you all the time uh because that would be dangerous to have giant knives for hands <laughs> so the million dollar idea that he came up with was scyther sheaths mm. created little sheaths for these scyther hands and i'm like yeah in the world of pokemon for all the people dealing with scythers that would be a good idea and it could <laughs> extend outside of the pokemon universe one could travel back to 1990 and use it for Edward Scissor's hands. Yeah. Why didn't anybody <laughs> ever come up with just like put your hand in some some uh, sheaths? Because he was so sad. You know, he he, was people so don't sad. get inspired with, with good ideas when they're around sadness. <laughs> and it's it's so hard to come up. It's so hard to be happy when you have your hand covered in sheaths. Well, what are we going to do about the scythers? Yeah. Will the sheaths make them sad? <laughs> That's just for people. For for Pokemon, it's okay. Pokemons don't have emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon are people too. No, but these these scythers, they're so happy to have their scythes sheathed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Theo also came up with a great name. Oh, good. He's the only one to ever think of a name for his brother. I was going to say, that's how, that's how you know this idea did not come from me because he also came up with a, a name. And this product is called Knife hiders. <laughs> that is really good. That's probably the best name that's been that said on Million Dollar Idea for sure. <laughs> so true. So go out and get your knife hiders today. Trademark. <laughs> oh man, that is really great. Your son Theo is eight years old, 
and he plays Pokemon D and D with my son and I, uh, and and he, I will have to mention this the next time we play. You'll get the download of Theo of all the specs because I he didn't tell me how uh, how he engineered this invention, so you'll have to figure it out. Well, this has been our segment, Million Dollar Idea. Million Dollar Ideas. Shelly Gang, thank you so much for rocking with us this week. It is almost summertime, and that means it's time for more submissions for topics. We need your help. Send us a list of fun, chill, not sad or scary topics. One that could, you know, have a lot of people know what it is. In our last round of suggestions, we got some pretty cool ones that were very niche. And I love it. And uh, one is called Flint Napping. That was from Lindsay Nelson of the Historical Hotties podcast. But guess what? I had to look it up. It's really cool. You two should do that. But Shelly, I will not make her talk about that. So, but, so we need more submissions, Shelly gang. If you can send them to us, you can go to our website, ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, HasOpinions.com. There you can find all the ways to contact us and you can find out a little bit more about us and you can find some of our old episodes. And we mentioned a lot the segment uh, Five Girls Corner about the five senses. So you may want to listen back to that just because we just talked about it so much this episode. (laughs) We really did. It was on episode 132, by the way. Thank you so much. Shelly's so smart and beautiful and charming, and she is the greatest. Uh, Let's all give her a hip, hip, hooray. One, two, three. Hip, 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 hooray. I hope you all, all of you listening, did it with us. Okay, we'll give you another chance if you did it before, but we'll we'll just count you down and then then give you the space to do it. Ready, set, go. Good I thought, job. I thought I was supposed to do it too. <laughs> no, no, we weren't supposed to do it at all, Julie. You and I, we did our job the first time. <laughs> uh, Shelly Gang, also you can find us and other family-friendly podcasts for grown-ups and children and friends and teens and lovers on the Podicon Go podcast network. If you go to podicongo.com, that's Podicon with a D and not a T, Podicon. That is for the the cookware enthusiasts in your life and and that's great but don't go there go to podicongo.com there you can find so many shows including ours that you can listen to and it doesn't matter who hears it everyone will love it and that's the podicon go guarantee from you to me wait (laughs) (laughs) that's magical (laughs) oh gosh well with that Thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Bye, bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 all the senses. <laughs> Too cool. Too cool for school. Gosh dang it, Shelly. Where are you? I'm Elias. I'm Sean. And we're the hosts of Kid Cryptid, a podcast where we talk about animals that claim to exist but have never been proven, known as cryptids. Oh my 
my dad is trying to say is we tell stories about Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, and other creatures. Indeed we do. And you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't forget about Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Well, I think that should pretty well wrap us up. Until next time.